What did we just watch? <laughs> Why did you say that? Yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to make it sound a wee bit different. Musical. Yeah. What did we just watch? We just watched The Invisible Man. From this 2019. The recent Invisible Man incarnation from Blumhouse Scary Movie Productions. With Mad Men Lady. Yeah, she was... She was good. Yeah, I like her. I think she was the best thing in the movie. Yes. Uh, she seemed like a real person. And she looked haggard, she which looked I appreciated. Because <laughs> yeah. considering the circumstances, you would look like hell. <laughs> you would look like hell. And she she looks appropriately like an abused partner. Whose reality crushes around her all the time. Mm. Nothing far as... She's just unsure about the line between fiction and real fiction, fact and fiction, and she's always questioning herself. She just looks those bags under her eyes, stressed out all mm-hmm. the time, and ne- jittery and nervous. She she did really good. Yeah, I felt it. <laughs> what I liked about her is that she doesn't look like the cookie cut Hollywood movie star. Like she's doesn't look like say a name. Charlize Theron. Um, Amy Adams. Angelina Jolie. Cameron Diaz. <laughs> she doesn't look like these people. She looks like an average person. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that. <clears throat> and, um, there's that thing where what Hollywood tells you is good looking becomes generic. Because there's a lot of them on TV. And she doesn't look generic. She looks... Like, you'd see her walking down the street and we can relate to her as a person. Mm-hmm. So, ah, it was good. Um, The opening, I thought it was... Firstly, I liked this film. I liked it. I'm not going to go any higher than that. But I liked it. And I liked it mostly because of her. There was some really good stuff in it. But also, some... It spent too long in bits. Yeah. And then it takes you out of the, the flow of the movie. And there was some schlock in there that just, it was very different from the tone they were going after. Okay, we got to talk about the suit. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the suit. There's a few things to get to first. <laughs> we'll get to the, the Venom suit but right now. <clears throat> the, uh, <clears throat> it opens up in, in a very quiet mode and she's in the bed. And she's trying to take his arm away from her and mm-hmm. sneak out as quietly as possible. And it, it's very subtle, very quiet. And, you know, it's... Tense already. Yeah, it's tense. And you get you get immediately where we're at in this whole relationship. It was mm-hmm. really well done. And then from then on in, we are in a process of gaslighting. Did, did it remind you of... Um... Ex Machina, like weird, eccentric, crazy billionaire with some robot. Like, that was that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like the vibe of his house and like crazy. Yeah. Oh, I. The, the same aesthetic. Yeah. And the... It was like unsettling already. Yeah. And the, the guy being locked in the house in the Ex Machina with the robot, mm-hmm. almost imprisoned by someone, by mm-hmm. something. Out of your control, and the twisty ending with the 
Ah, you're right. Yeah, I wonder if uh, I don't. I don't know if they have any relation to this movie. I, I don't think so. I think this was a, a um, unique movie written as a sort of remake reboot by this one person who did it. I'm not sure who it is, but mm. they're talented, and I would watch more of their stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, the uh, it begins with her escaping this relationship. He become she. Okay, here's where I thought this movie was going to be really good. And I'll tell you when it when it veered off from that. Mm. When she starts looking around her friend's place and we hear creaks and cracks of wood and blowing of wind and you think that, are we seeing something? Are we... Did I see something? Because we were watching this and I, saw, I swear I saw a shadow in a background move. And it was a person passing a wall or something. And I, we watched it back twice and it wasn't there. <laughs> Did you gaslight yeah. yourself? <laughs> so I thought, if I, am I, if I just saw something and... Uh, see, but that's how she's feeling. Yeah. It's like, did I see it? I don't know. <laughs> so I thought they were going to play, that, play it that way through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Very subtle stuff. And uh, fooling us into uh, fucking gaslighting your entire cinematic audience like... The same way she's being gaslighted would have been amazing. Very, very smart. But they never... They, they, but maybe that would get too old. Like, it's, it's almost like it would make you crazy. Like... But what... It would, I see what you're saying. It would, in, in today's movies, it would feel like, come on, get to the point already. Yeah, I think, I think you need it more like going somewhere. Because you can't just be like, is it? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yes. But in this one... They give away way too, too soon, too soon yeah. because right away, more, mm, I don't know. Because you'd have to like and like truncate the whole story in order to do that. You'd have to cut, which might have been good because it like it, it felt a little too long sometimes. You know, like oh, they I lingered am. on stuff that didn't really. The movie was two hours long. It, it didn't have to be two hours long. No. And the so maybe twenty five minutes in they she steps outside the house of her friend and then looks around the neighborhood, and this the foggy air comes from behind her head, so immediately we know more mm-hmm. than she knows mm-hmm. we know that this is real, and that yeah she senses it's real and she she knows but we all we just we are just one step ahead of her at that point and tension is gone. Which point did she like really and get it? I can't remember. Uh, in the house, um, the bed sheet starts moving. You know, oh, the feet. Out. Yeah, it was kind of. I was kind of creepy. Yeah. The sheet started moving, but I, f- I think that she really started to get it uh, when the kid was hit, straight struck, mm. and then she bled in the coffee, and that led to her going into the basement, finding the phone, and all these. You found my secret lair moment. And, and then that's when the movie changes yeah it changes then it's no longer a psychological horror a psychological is she mad is she not mad is this gaslighting you could have played with so many angles there this is then moved into a pure cat and mouse horror movie yeah now it's her like dealing with that information yeah and like what does she do with it how does she deal with um convincing everyone around her mm-hmm. and this movie had some really cool moments in it. Like, I think there was three great scenes in it. Three, I, I counted three. Mm-hmm. And the first was uh, 
jump scare reminded me of a little bit of Jaws, Ben Gardner's boat, the head comes out. And uh, this came, this was the scene where she's in the attic and then she throws the paint down. Oh, yeah. And he, he just goes to this big you can screen. See the, you can see the, the head. Yeah, and then you're like, holy fuck, it's, it's a scary... Yeah, jumped. Yeah, scary moment. Hmm. Um, <laughs> another scene was um, the uh, restaurant scene, the sister, and then they're talking. Oh, yeah, that got me real good. You think you're, it's <laughs> going to drag out and drag out, it's going to be a long conversation, and suddenly a knife appears, and slash. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another scene that I don't remember... Oh yes, the hospital scene with the brother, and then suddenly he changes tone, and then he says, "Well, there's another oh, way." Oh yeah. And he reveals that he's in on it, mm-hmm. and there's a way out. Yeah, I mean you're like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh man. That was neat. I like that. Another okay. layer. But then there's a, there's just a followed by. Well, I'll get on to that later. I won't get back to the the gaslighting stuff. Um. If you were alone, right, mm-hmm. and uh, would you know if you were being watched by an invisible person? Probably, because I'm paranoid like that. Would you creaks and cracks, and you you could convince yourself mm-hmm. of someone watching you? Oh yeah, easy. Yeah, it would be. I think I would sense it. I would sense eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Would... Prickly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What was her relationship with the black cop? Because I don't even know his name. What's his character's name in this movie? I forget. I don't know. I don't know what, what his name was. I, He was just friends with her. And he was always there. And I was convinced, I gaslighted myself or convinced myself later in the movie that he was some kind of, he was in on it as well because they mentioned his strength. <laughs> yeah. And they were friends. He was friends with her husband. And then suddenly I was like, okay, well, maybe he's in on this plot. And uh, then his his daughter was struck. And I was like, okay, that's probably, he's probably not in on it then. But his relationship with her, CC. Incoming email. That's an email. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jarvis, thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, Jarvis, that's, thanks for mentioning, thanks for bringing that to my attention. The suit, the Invisible Man suit, was like Iron Man. He wore... But, like, did, so did it give him super strength? It seemed like it. She was... Yeah, that first fight. Yeah, he picked he her up. really strong. Picked her up and... Um, I don't know, man. Any dude, maybe, maybe because we couldn't see her. Maybe he was doing it with two hands, and he could raise her up with her throat, and and throw her. But could like a man really do that? Lift a girl up with her by her throat with one hand. I wouldn't see one hand. I mean, you could get her off the ground, maybe, but not like in the movie the way it was shown no, in the movie. No, like so, so smoothly. Yeah. Like like. And. He threw her across the room and it became very Iron Man. And when his voice was coming out of the suit, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like the voice was coming out of the suit. It was like a Darth Vader. It was too cartoony. Oh, I It was. It a, didn't fit. No, it was a good, creepy looking thing. Spider Man. But too Spider Man y. Too Spider Man. Too Venom y. I don't know how they fix it. Like, like, it was creepy. All the like, camera lenses and 
triggering tryptophobia or whatever that's called. Mm, that's the, the the moments, the logical moment, the lo the jumps in logic that took me out of the movie, the throwing of her, the 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 suddenly yes here we are we are in a serial killer movie we're in scream and I'm going to kill you, mm -hmm. rather than the quiet dread that the movie was building up. Mm -hmm. It's like quiet quiet dread and then suddenly paint great moment over the face and then we're back in a quiet dread and then a tap goes on and he washes the fucking paint off his face in 10 seconds i don't even we don't even see it suddenly it's a tap and then there's paint and uh, i was like okay oh i'm slowed in a wee bit here slow down and then suddenly she's outside and there's an uber driver coming over to pick her up and uh, he's the most kindest understanding uber driver ever he drives her over without <laughs> asking her any questions she's clearly in distress and he just drives her anywhere she wants, and then we never see him again. <laughs> he had some stories later that night for his friends. These random <laughs> you wouldn't believe what logic. I picked up. <laughs> then she's in the house of the guy's house, and then she's in the closet, and then she sees a she picks up a second suit. Um, we uh, like yeah. or how many suits does he have? Oh, fuck, he could have he could have twenty suits. We don't know. You know, with talking Jarvises, right? Um, it, this movie would it would be like realism, realism. Bam, schlock, schlock, mm -hmm. schlock, schlock, schlock. People getting shot, shot, Realism. No, no, no. We want to bring it back, bring it back. Please, we're trying to be real again. Try to be real, 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 real. Bang, 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 bang. Schlock, schlock, schlock. And then it sucks you back in. Mm. Oh yeah, I mentioned the restaurant scene. Um, and I didn't like that restaurant. That that weird. Taylor. I remember his name is Taylor. He's just doing his job, that man. That dude was doing his job. Like, customer service schlock. Mm -hmm. Pulling it off, and she's having she a little bitch about it. You know what that scene was? It was her being a bitch so that when she dies, we're like, yeah, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Rather than it being an, a normal scene of two boring people talking about um. You, you know, a brother, a brother, a sister, or a sister talking about having a conversation. You don't have to be a stereotypical bitch. We, she doesn't have to be a bitch to the waiter. And like, why? She, why because, would they do that? Because when she, it's because when she dies, we get that cathartic moment of yes, you motherfucker. Mm. Not, oh poor girl, she was just being nice. Now she's dead. Boring. You. Was it her, you remember how they were talking about how she was always the strong one and even, like, are they trying to make it another point where, you know, yeah, she is scary because she can beat up the black guy and then, um, and Adrian was afraid of her. So now we have to demonstrate that she's a scary woman by berating the guy trying to serve them. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. And the, <laughs> for some reason, there's a lot of. There's a lot of stuff that cameras get in this movie and cameras miss. Like uh, mm -hmm. the scene in the restaurant, the nice on the cuts her throat. And uh, it was her hand. Did he move her hand up to grab it? Um, He sort of cut her throat and then put the knife in her hand or something. And she caught it and took it. And then everyone looked around. But I'd say, Mr. Restaurant Owner, can we please check the old uh, CCTV surveillance footage on this incident? And the police would have already done that. But um, uh, I mean he. I mean it's escalated. He's escalating at that point. Like obviously, is that the he, brother in the suit? At that moment is that the the brother, who who takes it a little bit too far, 
No. I, don't, I think it was Adrian the whole way until it was the brother. Let's talk about the economics of an invisible man. How do you be an invisible man? You've got this there's resource of this suit. This is but you also have to take a shit, burp, piss, fart, you know? You can't do it in the invisible suit. You can't You have to unzip unless it. it has an Iron Man invisible disposable turd removal device <laughs> incinerator. Because he is watching her all the time, and that's the point of the movie that he is always watching. But at some point, the dude's got a fucking shit or fart. It's like, you know when you fart when you're alone, different from when you fart when you're in company? Like, when company leaves the room, and you fucking let rip, it's Hiroshima. Yeah. Right? But when company's in the room, you're kind of like... You have to control it. <laughs> yeah, you do one of these. You do a owl cough. <coughs> yeah. And you let one loose mm-hmm. on the sly. In real life, if I'm stalking you, which I would, by the way, <laughs> if I was an invisible man, I'd totally stalk you. You would mess with my reality? Uh, I wouldn't mess with your reality, but I'd... Actually, yeah. No, you wouldn't. I would if I had some kind of vengeance against you. If I had... If you had... If you had... I don't know. Done what some... could I possibly do to you to cause, to warrant such abuse? Now we're talking movie land. I don't know. <laughs> if I had a magical suit, I'd probably fuck with you for a couple hours. Okay, why do you think he was obsessed with her? They said in the movie that she's the only one who said no to him. She's... But he was messed up before. He's the only one who wanted to leave him. And she, he, the brother mentioned that everyone was always wanting his money. But she never wanted his money. She probably just wanted to be in love and be in a relationship. Yeah. So she never wanted everything that other women wanted. He mm-hmm. so he had, he fell in love with what she was, so became obsessed. Interesting. Didn't want to let her go. Um. So yeah, if I was in, if um, so being an invisible man, there's human functions that the Iron Man suit can't protect you from, and. Uh, you can't just sit and watch someone for 12 hours and not breathe or cough or sleep or doze off or, you know. So, at some points, my, my, my mind goes to these things and it takes me out of the reality of the movie. Yeah, you think too hard about it. Yeah, I'm just like... I mean, do you do that with superhero, superhero movies? No, like no, 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 no. Them? It's because of the tone of this movie, it, it's, it's so awkward. It takes... It takes a real world setting. Uh, there's an invisible man. He's created some optical device and he's stalking you. You can't prove it. So he's just going to gaslight you and fuck with you and make you crazy for the whole movie. And uh, it's, it's so grounded most of the time. And then suddenly, bang, 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 we're, we're shooting police people in the hospital and beating up cops who are enormously strong. Black guys. A black guy with huge muscles and you're just beating him up and you're like, oh yeah, because they said Adrian was really strong and it turns out that it's not Adrian, it's his brother who was, she described as a squid or an octopus or something. Jellyfish. But so maybe it is the suit that gives him super strength. Exactly. It has to be. There's no way. Yeah, I guess the suit is a superhuman suit. You put it on, it makes you invisible and superhuman strength. No. Because most of the suit, the technology in the suit would be taken up by making you invisible. 
But like, how do you account for how strong they were? What if... Here's here's something weird. You're wearing that suit, right? And you punch someone in the face with your fist. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that break all the cameras in your fingers and your knuckles? This suit is just not meant to be analyzed. Because no. it doesn't we don't get told about it. So these questions come along because we're trying to figure it out, but we're really not supposed to be thinking that's hard. Aye. We're probably overanalyzing it too much. I, I liked it a lot in places and then I didn't like it again. It was like a back and a forth, just like kind of the movies, back and a forth with the the psych, psychological stuff. Um, oh, by the way, in future, if you're walking down the street, right, and it starts raining really hard, you oh know God, the rain. <laughs> you know you're in the climax of a movie, so be careful. <laughs> just watch out. Look for invisible men. They could be there. That was a lot of rain. That, that was, was some rain. wet rain. That was wet, wet rain. Thick rain. Thick rain. I felt wet mm-hmm. watching it. Yeah, I was like, get that girl a towel. <laughs> rain like that, I've seen maybe once in my life. That was a downpour. Amazing. And for 60 seconds, it's gone. Yeah. And the sun comes out, usually. Even at night. Just like, fuck it, sun. Just, just big, fat raindrops. Mm. So, I don't know. That's movie rain. That's hard rain. That's starring Christian Slater. <laughs> we'll go on to that movie someday. That was a good movie. Okay. That wasn't a good movie. Anyway, <laughs> this movie was so strange in that for 35 minutes out of the two hours, it was a really strong psychological thriller. And, and scary. Then, scary. And then for the rest, it was schlocky, illogical, strange, nonsensical crap. Spider-Man shows up. Yeah, and Spider-Man's there. And, and there's Venom two suits, whatever. and then it's twisty, twisty, twisty. Um, so... What do you think of her, um... Her, her warrior spirit? You know, where at the end, where she conquers all and wanders out with a big smile on her face and she's free. And that long pot shot of her face went on too long. Yeah, it's uh, that was a wee bit too political overkill. You know, the woman is set free. Okay, okay, I understand, but it's too much, too much, lot, too much on her face, too long. Yeah, <clears throat> I get it. I get it, movie. Please, I get, it, I understand. Um, what do you rate? Um, six. Um, yeah. I liked, I really liked how it was a real cool spin on it. I saw the poster with the, with the actress and it says the invisible man. And I'm like, no, she's no one. How can she be an invisible man? But she's a woman. Did you, did you <laughs> think it was like the dark universe or something? No, <laughs> no, no, I didn't think of that. I just thought that. What's going on here? Like a strange voice in my head, like, well, she's not an invisible Why she, 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 she just tried to do the ginger swapping the rules to do, do, do. And then I was like, no, actually, it's kind of clever. They've they've gone a, a neat route. They've made, they've they've taken something that needs more attention, you know, um, abuse and and, and relationships, mm-hmm. and they've really added a cool spin, made an, an invisible abusive partner. And she can't prove it. It's like really, it's like reality. It's interesting. 
But then they thought, you know what, the director was the writer director's probably compromised. She probably wrote this really cool movie, and it's psychological, it's like Hitchcockian, mm-hmm. and um, producers come on along and say Blumhouse comes over and says, yeah, we'll make that movie, but we need a few more kills. A few more throat slits, all right? We need five or six we more stabs. We need to zhuzh <laughs> it up a yeah, bit. Take that pen, stab him a few more times. You know, <laughs> we need blood. We need a shot in the leg with a cop. Come on. And the blood splatter on the yeah. wall. And the director's like, ah, fuck, all right. Shit. This is the only way I can get this done. Oh, fuck off, all right. So, uh, so it was probably a really good idea at some point. And. Uh, mixed up with other ideas that don't really mesh too well so I would give it a 6 it was entertaining, it was creepy but illogical and it sometimes it would drag me out of the movie I don't care if it's an, abil- an invisible man in a suit I can suspend my disbelief um, but it has to sell me over the course of a movie not sell me and then be something else and then sell me again and be mm-hmm. something else be more consistent yeah, straight in tone, straight up and like- yeah mm-hmm. What if they did it, like, in the 90s style? Or, you know how the 90s did the psychological thriller stuff? Or it was really... Like, you didn't have any of this ridiculous Spider-Man like, suit. Yes. Disclosure. Michael, 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 uh, Michael Keaton. Sorry, uh... Um, is it Michael Keaton? No, no, no. It's du- Michael Douglas. Yeah. Actually, that, there's... there's I think of Michael Keaton and Michael Douglas is Michael Keaton. I think... Uh, his original name is Michael Keaton. No, sorry. His original name is Michael Douglas, but he's, he wanted to be a movie star as Michael Douglas, but he says, sorry, um, um, Actors Guild, there's already someone else as Michael, du- Michael Keaton. You'll have to change. Sorry, there's always someone else as Michael Douglas. You want to change your name. And he's like, okay, Michael Keaton. His name's Michael Douglas? Yeah, I think that's a true story. Oh. Yeah, that's... That's probably taken fragments of stuff I remember ten years ago. <laughs> Remembering them now, there's probably a few errors, but um, where were we at before that Disclosure. nonsense? Disclosure. Disclosure. Yes, that was a really cool nineties psychological fuck fuckery. You know, the women mm-hmm. twisting and twisting things and playing with a guy's mind. It was really neat. And uh, was it gaslighting? No, no, it was just um, um, a woman taking, Demi Moore taking her position in a business um, and her sexuality and turning it against him, mm-hmm. Michael Douglas, not Michael Keaton. And uh, in the fallout of all that, it was a really cool, underrated movie we should talk about sometime. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, you, you think this was like, Disney movies? No, I was thinking maybe they should have... Because this topic is interesting. The, yep. the psychological effects of gaslighting is interesting, but they kind of cheesed it up with the Venom Spider-Man suit. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool concept, but they, they didn't do it quite right. Uh, there's a few things missing. If anyone wants to watch a good, light, good movie about gaslighting... There's Gaslight? A mo- <laughs> there's a British movie in the day called Gaslight. Watch it, it's brilliant. And it's, I haven't it's, seen it. It's black and white, so the modern audience may is not it, think it. Is it, it, takes it, it takes its time? It, it takes its time. Mm. It, although old movies take their time, but they're still 85 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So you leave there in no time, but you've 
had a really good story told to you in a really neat, slow, accomplished way. They distilled it properly. This isn't very... This is one of those movies, but with 40 minutes of action crap that I don't need. But some of it's really good. Yeah, some of it is confusing. great. confusing. I'm confused by this. Gaslighting. This movie has gaslighted me. I don't yes. know what to believe anymore. Mm. Um, what would you give this? Would you give this a six? I give it a six and a half because it also mm. legitimately scared me. Because I don't like the you... idea of being watched and all that stuff. Yeah, you were... I know you. I knew you very well. And you were genuinely creeped out by the first 20 minutes mm-hmm. to 30 minutes. And I was like, I said to you... Do you want to turn it off? Yeah. And that alone is a good sign of a movie that's got you. Because... Like, the concept of it is... It displeases me. <laughs> I don't like it. You don't like, <laughs> like being watched and spied on. You're a private person. And, um, I am I'm too. And uh, this movie really... I don't know. I, I, I love parts of it. And I was frustrated with other parts of it. Um, and I, I guess I think the director's talented, good writer. There's some greatly, really cool scenes, yeah. really well written scenes. Um, so she's she's good, the director. But um, I think she was probably compromised by the studio. That's probably the, mm-hmm. that's how it works, man. You need to compromise if you want your fucking vision on, on a blumhouse bloody movie. Yeah, in the beginning, I guess. Yeah. All right. Good actors, um, set for. I don't know why the black guy was shoved in my face to my... I don't even know his name. I'd call him his name if I knew his name. But I don't know his name. All I remember is Adrian. I a- don't remember anybody's name. I don't remember. Adrian's. Her name was Cece or something. Cecilia. Right. And um, that's it. That's all I've got in Adrian. Yeah. Everyone else I don't know. And that's probably a fault of the filmmakers as well. Yeah, the relationships aren't like, you know, super fleshed out, I guess. Uh, would you give this, you'd give a six and a half, and I would give You're this... You're doing a six? Yes, okay. I would give this a six. It was a, um, <clears throat> a, a really cool spin on The Invisible Man. I thought it was uh, all of the Invisible Man movies that we made. Claude Rains um, and The Invisible Man from the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 1939. I'm going to say... I'll say, I'll say 39. Um, James Whale, director, that movie was a hell of a movie. And no Invisible Man movie has come close to that one. This one came close. <laughs> no cigar. <laughs> no one has come no one's come close to topping that movie, sorry, but this one came close. Mm. But Claude Rains, Stall Rains, Supreme and Invisible Man territory. What do you think of a sequel to this? Because there's talk of a sequel. So this isn't like an Invisible Man, like, okay, what does the original Invisible Man do? Invisible Man is the scientist who wanders the European wilderness, appears in, in bars, and he's on the run and because he's the Invisible Man. He's got um, wrappings over his face, and he's basically on the run because he's invisible, and he's gone mad by taking the serum, and... Uh, uh, he just loses his mind and then fucking just rips the shit off and he's like, um, uh, you're all dying to know, aren't you? Okay, I'll show you. And he rips off his bandages and his invisible face and it's brilliant effects for the time and then it gets 
similar to this, he starts murdering people and all that. Mm-hmm. But the tone of that is all the same. It's, it's not ever-changing. It's, it's ridiculous at times, but it's not set in reality. It's set in giant snowy mountains in Europe and old hotels and an ancient bar and it's mad scientist and when he kills people it's totally in flow with what we're seeing this movie is not that it's real and then it's paranormal activity it's real and then it's paranormal activity Mm -hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't really gel so six and a half out of ten and you'd give it six and a half Oh wait, I'll give it six and you okay. give it the living room. <laughs> so we should meet in the middle. Six point six three point five. Okay. I don't I don't really like rating movies, but it's a nice way to end it. You don't want to just spew it. I don't really I like to just here's what I thought in a weird number. <laughs> I don't know why. Eight. And eight, that, that number will change tomorrow. Eight cats out of ten. Yeah, this was um Zero invisible men out of ten because I couldn't see them. Therefore, therefore I can't see them. Um. So what? Invisible points all around. So what did we just watch? Invisible so and so. Yes. Oh, I was going to say. This is usually a point where we say <coughs> bye bye, but I just thought something. The sequel I mentioned earlier. I didn't want to, I wanted to expand on this real quick. What do you think the sequel of this movie would be? Because it made a shit ton of money, it's really popular and well received. What would the sequel of this movie be? Go. He's not dead. He cut his throat, honey. Well, he's the invisible man. Okay, I've got a better idea for you. (laughs) She is now the invisible man. And she is helping victims of abuse deal with their she's basically oh my god now she's going to be a superhero she's batman oh my god she is she is batman and stopping all these women or men being abused by their partners she's getting in there physically with the invisible that's suit. exactly what they would do yeah just like gross um she's gone mad she's like uh yeah yakin phoenix and the joker she's like fucking just fucking put the suit on Oh yeah, you want to fucking beat that fucking. And then it just turns into action schlock. Yeah, I mean she's she's a um, she's a a renegade. um, What's that word? Was we are person you break the law. You're what? What's that word? Criminal. No, no. Vigilante. She's a vigilante. Fighting crime. Fighting domestic abuse. That's (laughs) the sequel. I'm pitching it now. Okay. Okay, I would never watch it, but I'm pitching it. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We'll try something else. That was fun. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.